guys. Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We have a very special episode today all about the Olympics. Woohoo! We're both Olympic heads and that's literally all we've both been watching for the most part for the last week and some days. So we were like, let's just watch the Olympics and talk about it because that is, it's our podcast and we can do what we want. Exactly. <laughs> we don't have to ask anyone's permission. And so hopefully all of you listening have also been watching and uh, we can give you tips and tricks of things that we've been doing and watching and enjoying and feel free to share with us anything that you've been watching that we need to watch. Yes. I think we'll 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 get into this, but it's really fun to get recommendations for like the more obscure sports. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Those are becoming my favorite ones to watch. So agree, excited. But first, TV news. Jordan, what do you have for us this week? Um, one piece of news. Um, PBS fave Arthur was officially canceled after being on the air for twenty five years truly wild and the picture that everyone posted with it was very weird it was like arthur doing double peace signs like bye (laughs) it's like kind of like rude (laughs) it's like i'm sure arthur isn't thrilled no well and it's just so funny because it's like i i don't ever think of like the pbs shows that i watched as a kid like i know that there have been new episodes but i don't think of them as like currently running but yeah me neither but they, it was. And I think so, I learned that when they announced that Ratburn was gay. Oh, yeah. Wow. But I honestly Arthur, had no idea until then. I kind of did. I forgot that that wasn't like kind of a like post TV show reveal or something. But yeah, no, that's <laughs> like an episode in the show, which is very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, Sad 25 that it's years ending. later. Yeah. What an icon. My all-time favorite PBS show by far. so Same. I agree. Very good. And bittersweet, but didn't know it was still on, so I can't really be too beat up about it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> the only piece of news that I really have is that uh, Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield are in talks to be in the new Disney uh, movie about the haunted mansion attraction. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I guess I bookmarked this thinking it was um Disney Plus, but I think it's just Disney, so I guess that doesn't really count as like TV news. But it's all the same now, I guess. Yeah, well, it definitely has Disney Plus energy, in my opinion. Thank you. That was all of my news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I am excited because um, what we do in the shadows, they announced that the next season's coming back September 2nd, so that'll be fun, and I'm happy that it'll be, like, right during Halloween. Great timing. So, very fitting seasonal entertainment. And my last piece of news is that today, um, Amazon dropped um, the first photo from the lord of the rings series they're working on Mm -hmm. and they announced officially that it's going to drop 
on September 2nd, 2022. <laughs> I was and laughing it's gonna at... Be, oh, I was just going to say, I was laughing at, like, we finally have a release date. And it's, like, more than a year away. I know. But it's also, like, would it... There's no way that it could be this year, I guess, with if, like, they only have one photo... To, to send us after and it's yeah. like so expensive it's very confusing um but yeah and i'm also reading now that it will they'll all be dropping weekly so that's annoying <laughs> but, but i did think that the picture looked really cool yeah very beautiful i actually i feel like i only saw positive tweets about it today on twitter like interesting people were just saying like i'm very excited Instead of complaining. I feel like most of the reactions have been mixed thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I saw a lot of people really excited. So, perfect. I did have one more piece of news that I forgot about. They announced that uh, the Queen Elizabeth in the next season of The Crown is going to be replaced by Imelda Staunton, a.k.a. Umbridge. And she looks really good in the photo that was released. So yeah, I'm intrigued. Is she replacing Olivia Coleman? To answer your question, yes, she is replacing Olivia Coleman. I don't know if that's like um, I don't totally know if Olivia will play be like in any of the episodes in the next uh, season. Um, but they are always just switching it up, so it's a little bit hard to keep track of. It's fun though. For yeah, it heads. is fun. And I, I even, even as someone who hasn't even watched The Crown yet, I still like seeing the new casting announcements. It's always exciting because they get really good people. Yeah, that's true. So fun. Well, on to our top three. We thought it would be fun to discuss our top three favorite summer Olympic sports to watch. I'll go first. My number three favorite sport is synchronized diving. Oh, I wow. love it. It's amazing. I feel like an idiot because I didn't have that on my top three, and it's so good. There's too many to have. I have a top mm-hmm. five that I'm just going to replace <laughs> if I need to, if we have like extra uh, overlap. But well, Perfect. Yeah. Synchronized diving especially is one that I feel like as soon as I watch it, like, one time, I'm, like, a professional at it, and now I'm, like, yeah, too big a splash, or they didn't complete that, <laughs> or, like, their toes were hanging over, and at the beginning, it's, like, they all look the same, like, they all look super synchronized, and by the end, I'm, like, that was terrible, <laughs> so that's why you're I like a disgrace to your nation, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you prefer um, springboard or platform? They're both, like, knowing that they're they're all amazing. Now that I'm, I think I only watch springboard synchronized diving. I Do they have platform synchronized diving? Because I don't think I watched the platform oh, if yeah. they do. Platform is the one Tom Daly just won gold for. Yeah, I didn't watch Tom Daly. I didn't watch that one. Well, I think springboard's a little more exciting because platform, it doesn't bounce at all. And so synchronized, it's still very cool. But synchronized or the springboard one, they have to synchronize every bounce. And that is so insane. So they're both very fun. I like anything where there's like flips involved. Yeah, that's a big common thread in a lot of my favorite sports. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, my number three, I uh picked badminton. Um, badminton. It was one of those ones that I stumbled on after the main events were over one night, the other night, and um, it's really crazy because the way that they can control how they're hitting the birdie. Like, sometimes they're barely touching it, and it just, like, floats a tiny bit over, and it throws off the other player. And sometimes they hit it so hard that I think it's going way out, like, out of bounds. But it lands exactly where they need it to. It's crazy. I was watching it, and I decided that, like, the strategy is, like, emotionally manipulating the your opponent. <laughs> because it you cannot tell where it's going to go. It is wild. It was more exciting than I even thought it would be. I loved watching it. And is it just one-on-one? The one I was watching was just singles, yeah. I don't even know if there's doubles. I would love to watch doubles, so I might look for that. But I was just watching singles, and it was a, it was really a wild ride. Because I literally was like, that that like that is gonna go out and it was not out it was very it was all very controlled but it did not look (laughs) like you could even hope to control where the birdie goes but they could and it was crazy well that's on my list of sports that I want to watch but haven't had a chance to so thank you for the recommendation you are welcome it's very fun I love an emotionally manipulative sport (laughs) yeah it was it was like it's like i'm watching gaslighting the sport Mm -hmm. it was really it was a really weird experience (laughs) but i loved every second of it um okay my number two is skateboarding this was just recent this is a new addition to the olympics and it was happening like the first day or two after the Olympics started and I was sick in bed and I watched it for umpteen amount of hours I don't even know how long (laughs) (laughs) and it was incredible I loved every second of it men's and women's like I didn't I I liked watching them both I felt like they were both so different and for like and had their own like pros and like the girls it was just mostly impressive to see the 13 year olds like the 13 and 16 year olds win like it was just like incredible and then with the men it was just like what and every time they fell I was just like (gasps) oh just like I was just like so vocal alone in my room And it was just really a fun time. I loved it. And I hope they keep the skateboarding alive in the Olympics. Seriously. Well, and I, um, I, isn't there, I think there's more skateboarding to come because they're going to do it like kind of in the bowl looking course. I oh, remember. sure. I don't, I don't know. I, so anyway, there, I think there's Are they more doing like a half pipe? I think there's like kind of some half pipe in the bowl. It's like a, it's like skate, it, the, I saw a picture of the course and it looks like kind of your typical skate park, um, like where we play pickleball (laughs) and how, and so it's like kind of like there's more lips to go in and stuff. So I'm just bring it on, you know? Wow. I love it. It's similar to my number two, which is the BMX freestyle. Okay. Um, Another one I haven't watched yet. 
oh my gosh it's so fun it's um the tricks they do are so fun they look like in a video game like there are they'll go up in the air and like spin their bike like set literally seven times around and um land it and then um like they it's basically like they it's like this it's it's not the bmx racing it's like it's more similar to the skateboarding where they're just doing as many tricks they can in a minute and um they're doing really awesome tricks and flips and it's back on the flips that are just anything with a flip is really really fun to watch (laughs) and um yeah couldn't recommend that more it's very fun to watch i'll add it to my list I have a really hard time choosing on my number one, but I'll give it up to gymnastics. It always has been, always will be women's gymnastics Mm -hmm. specifically. Men's are a little too weird for me. Um, I don't like all their hand movements. (laughs) And (laughs) like you mentioned on Twitter, I don't like their outfits. They're really not cute. (laughs) But um, the regular artistic gymnastics, I love it all. And uh, if I were to be reincarnated, I would like to be reincarnated as a gymnast. Wow. I just, like, can't imagine having that kind of control over my body, you know? Me neither. I guess I could say that about literally any sport that's in the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) But especially gymnastics. Especially as we've learned more about like the twisties and like mm-hmm. the how they're when they're not having the twisties and like your how like your muscle memory works i'm like i don't i don't see any kind of world where i my brain slash body is capable of like telling myself to do like all these flips it's just i it's insane i love to watch it um yeah, same which goes along with i'm going to say for my number one which i'm sure is the uh in your top list as well because we talked about it trampoline the unsung yes. hero of the olympics it's <laughs> so so entertaining and yet terrifying to watch like so um, many falls so many falls and just i think too it's like we've all been on trampolines before so <laughs> we know how it feels when you get close to like being on the mat on the edge and like watching them get close to the mat and being like in the springs what being like i don't even know how high they are in the air it to me it looks like 20 or 30 feet in the air i don't know if that's accurate but they're so high up and it is just like pure terror i feel like i have secondhand adrenaline watching them do all their flips and then the way that they're able to do the old like bend your knees really fast to like stop bouncing Mm-hmm. oh my gosh it's the way they stop is incredible it's truly amazing um i love it and i'm really glad it's like we didn't we didn't plan to be watching it at the same time but like we that i was so glad that you um were watching and understood like the <laughs> spectacle of tr- olympic trampolining amazing oh i understood and i was watching and I was like furiously Googling about their special shoes. And yeah, just like it's just so fascinating. I would like to know a little bit more about like how someone gets into trampolining. 
Is it like they're really good at gymnastics and don't make the team? Or like, is trampolining something that you just start from the beginning? I am very intrigued and need some answers. So if anyone has any, let me know. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, because it's like, clearly it's a similar skill set. If you can do the, if you have that kind of muscle memory and are trained in either gymnastics or the trampoline it's like you could probably develop the similar skills Mm -hmm. but since gymnastics is so much more common I feel like they must have started with gymnastics I guess I think so too and I feel like this is maybe like bad or sad and I shouldn't say this but something I'm noticing in uh, the sports that I enjoy are ones where it's like pretty common like it's so easy and visible when you mess up and yeah, like skateboarding wow, yes. and trampoline it was like so many people falling so much of the time where it was like when someone was able to just like stick it and like stay on the board or like stay in the air and never fall that's when you like that's all you needed to know that it was like a good run <laughs> <laughs> yeah and but it's like yeah it really shows like okay this is really hard because these are the best in the world mm-hmm like, I feel like there it, during trampoline, there was, like, three in a row where they, like, couldn't do it. And it was, like, oh, no. Like, can anyone do it? Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. Yeah, and then it's, like, some... I would also be watching sometimes, though, too, in trampoline, where it would be someone that they'd be, like, oh, she's in, like, 10th. And I was, like, what did she do wrong? Yeah, it was confusing. <laughs> I thought it that was, was like, good. <laughs> who's in first? I don't get it. It is a lot and I just I just am surprised that more people aren't talking about it because like ever I know that it's it's been in the Olympics like every year mm-hmm. I so I've I, I re- specifically have a big memory of watching it at like my old childhood home and that might have been one of the first years it was a thing and that's when I fell in love but yeah I agree I feel like no one really talks about it but I have like core memories about trampoline in the Olympics. Well, maybe you should get into it. <laughs> My sister Late broke her leg on, on the trampoline. And she was in like third grade and I was in sixth grade. And she didn't... She might correct me if she were to listen to this. But I'm pretty sure she just like what didn't understand how to use crutches. So she forced her us to push her in a wheelchair. And... <laughs> I was like known as the girl in the wheelchair's sister. <laughs> and so um, I'm pretty traumatized personally <laughs> from trampoline. So I don't know if I will be trying out for it. But something I liked about the trampoline athletes is that a lot of them were older, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, which it, it kind of makes sense if like gymnastics didn't work out for them because it's such a, like a younger athletes game you know yeah maybe trampolining is like easier on the knees (laughs) totally that's exactly what I was just thinking maybe I don't know I just is there like a trampolining documentary we can watch like (laughs) please send it our way unanswered questions but yeah Yeah. love it highly recommend I think it might be over Um, yeah I think it is but go back and watch some of the replays because Wow, is it entertaining. Very fun. Um, I want to know your your four and five, though. 
Um, my four and five volleyball. I love volleyball. My best friends played volleyball growing up. I loved going to their games. Um, my sister played volleyball growing up, loved going to her games. So like, I've always been a big volleyball fan. And so I love watching specifically the women's volleyball team, but I do like the watching the men's. Um, yeah. Volleyball is my number four too. It's I've, okay. I've been it? really into it. It's so, it's extremely intense and really fun. Did you see when one of the players, like her ankle went 90 degrees? Was it the, was it on America? Uh, yeah. Is it on the USA? Which was yeah. it the blonde girl? No. Or was the other girl? Okay. I didn't see that injury, but the blonde girl on the US team is in was in my mom's class in the in high school. What's her name? There's a lot of blonde people. Jordan Poulter. Oh, cool. The one that, the one that got injured. Sorry, I was thinking of the injured ones. Oh, I didn't realize that she got injured. Yeah, she was like in a wheelchair at the game last night. Wow. That I was watching. Crazy. And then my other bonus one is surfing. I caught only the tail end of surfing. I think surfing's done, but I could be wrong there. It's very hard for me to keep track of all of it. I just kind of see what's on live and watch things and then and happen to catch the tail end of surfing. And I really enjoyed that one. I still don't fully understand how it works because there was like some sort of priority thing that I had a hard time understanding. But I thought it was really interesting the way it was done. And when they catch a wave, it was very entertaining and very wild. And I really liked it. Dang, I didn't I didn't really catch a lot of surfing. And I'm kind of sad because it's like brand new and really unique and stuff. But um Yeah, kinda it's it's kind of sad. I mean, I, I could go back and find some replays. It's kind of sad when you just kind of miss the boat. You know? I know. But but I've heard several people say that it was extremely cool, even though it's like, I mean, they're just out there in the ocean. So it's a little harder to follow than some of those uh, like sports that are just taking place in like more controlled environment. But that's part of what is so cool about it, too. Yeah, exactly. So, wow, I'm glad that I'm glad you got to watch it and that it was very cool. Yeah, m- volleyball is my number four. And since like the men's team is now out but it's it's like i'm still gonna watch like any volleyball game that pops up because it's so entertaining and really easy to get sucked in i would say that that's my favorite of all like the team sports that i've watched mm-hmm. um so yeah glad i'm glad that a lot of our olympics passions really line up because i know it works um, out there's so many different options obviously that i mean that's kind of the fun thing is that like some people will stumble upon something and get really into it. And I'll be like, didn't even know that was a sport. <laughs> so <laughs> um, my number five, especially as we're getting into, I feel like it's like now week two, now that swimming is done, it's like now it's time for track and field stuff. And by far the most exciting to me track and field. And I like watching those, like the races and stuff, but I love watching pole vault. I feel like with, swimming and like track and field I just really there's so much of it that it is really stressful for me to try to figure out what ones I should be watching so yes yeah and like um it's hard to tell which is even a final or which ones are just like the qualifying rounds like I 
if they if they don't have the sign up constantly on the screen i'm like is this a metal race or do i need to be that worried about it like it's a little overwhelming yeah like especially with volleyball like with pool play and uh also with gymnastics with like what's what i get very lost so i yes it's all a little bit confusing to me a lot a bit confusing so pole vaulting pole vaulting i I love because um and i haven't i've basically just seen it in like some of the highlights like on prime i haven't sat down and watched like a whole long coverage of just pole vaulting but i want to find it and look that up because i just it's another one of those things like trampoline and um and, and gymnastics to me because it's like I don't know how they can get their bodies up over the pole and um use that the pole to like jump over the other pole like it's just crazy <laughs> I don't understand how a body can physically do that yeah and, I don't either. Um, every time I feel like it's the kind of thing that you like strain your body as you watch it because you're like are they gonna make it are they gonna make it and then they most of the time do but anyway I really like watching that it's like a full experience i like that i'll have to watch for that one um another one i meant to mention when i was mentioning volleyball is also beach volleyball i like both and Mm. but i've only been catching the men's beach volleyball but i know that usa lost and is out now so i haven't watched any of the women's so i might have to go back and figure that out so much to watch so little time it's so crazy and beach volleyball is confusing Yet again, another confusing thing because they have different pools too. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how they all eventually combine together, but it's still fun. I'm like, okay, I guess I just will watch whatever is on right now and I'll just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same. Are you very particular about watching live versus going back and watching something that already happened? No. I just feel like I I can't be picky about it, you know? If I see something, like, especially because it's just so fun to watch it, like, when it's really late at night before mm-hmm. I go to bed. And Which that's when I'll just see what's with, on live. Yeah. With it being in Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, the one time we can use, like, the time difference to our advantage. <laughs> um, but other things, like, for example, when the men's volleyball played uh Argentina yesterday or whatever day that was um that one I was I went back and just watched like the replay of it like because I saw like the day before it's like oh they're playing and if I want to watch it live it's 6 45 (laughs) a.m and I'm like no I would never get up to watch that yeah that's Um, I the only ones that I've gone back and watched after that weren't live was gymnastics because all of those have happened at like 2 45 a.m or 4 45 am and yeah so i've watched all of the gymnastics ones not live but everything else it's kind of just like what's on tv right now and live that i can watch totally well and that's what's fun because that's how i've stumbled upon all these like slightly more obscure sports you know and it's kind of fun like another weird one i haven't watched it a ton yet but it's been pretty entertaining the bits i have watched is like water polo because it's like it's just crazy that it's like, okay, you have to tread water, but you have to basically play 
a combo of basketball and soccer <laughs> and like you're like passing the ball to each other but like you're oh and you're in a pool and there's like a goalie like it's just it's really nuts and um but like it's not something that i would be like i'm interested in water polo but it's yeah. on i'm gonna and i haven't watched it yet so i'm gonna put it on and it was really entertaining too so i i like kind of mixing it up like that like obviously i'm not i'm going to seek out gymnastics um but these other things have just kind of like fallen into my lap and have been very entertaining it's very fun yeah i completely agree um something that we i meant to bring up earlier before we talked about all of this is just how we're watching the olympics um i know olympics are coming to a close but there's still time and I found for me the best way to watch it was to download the NBC Sports app and then I logged into my parents' cable account uh, on the app so that I have full access to everything. Um, I know Jordan has experienced other of multiple ways of watching and she can talk about that. I would love to. And (laughs) just know before I get started on my little rant... Um, Taylor saved the day because, well, you and my parents worked together to help save my life <laughs> with regarding my Olympics, uh, streaming. Um, so just know that it has a happy ending, but yes, I have been watching the Olympics on technically four different Roku apps. Um, I first, which, and I want to say YouTube TV is a very, very good app for streaming live TV. My roommate has it, so we have it on our Roku, but the only downside with that is that it has a maximum of three. It only lets you have it on three screens at a time. And so if anyone logs back onto it after there's more than three, you get kicked off. And so I got kicked off and I was like, okay, it's not even technically my YouTube TV account. So I know I'll try Peacock because they keep saying that Peacock is like the hub for all the Olympics coverage. And... (laughs) It turns out that Peacock has, like, no live sports options. Um, They have a live talk show that happened. It's, like, seemed like it was on every time I turned on Peacock. And it was horrible. Like, it's these two hosts that, like, visibly hate each other and, like, don't even want to talk to each other. (laughs) They interrupt each other and their guests to ask them completely irrelevant questions that aren't about sports or the Olympics at all. Like it's honestly, it's funny now that I don't have to use Peacock anymore. Like I was showing someone this talk show and it was just ridiculous. And I was like, wow, I'm so happy I got out of there, but it's just (laughs) kind of a, it's a bummer because, um, as far as I know, it's like the only Peacock is the only option that would is like cheaper if to pay for Peacock it's cheaper than having like a full cable subscription or a YouTube TV like some kind of live streaming subscription. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you're charging like it's it's a really accessible option for people who don't have cable, but it's really horrible. Like it's and the other thing was that I I um I was like, oh, I think it'll be worth to, worth it to get a Peacock Premium, like it's the ten dollar subscription option, because I was like, that must have all the the sport. That's that must be where all the sports options are. And I would go to one once I signed in with a premium account, and it would be like, um, 
an event like let's say gymnastics like okay well now I want to watch the replay of the medal round or whatever and it would be like okay you can replay this in two days (laughs) and I'm like why am I paying for this then like no one wants to watch these like uh really newsworthy things like two to three days later like no it was so ridiculous so I ended up texting my family too, asking how they were watching it. They, my dad has been using the AT&T TV app. And so I got a login for that. And then Taylor, bless her soul, was like, that's something that's allowed on the NBC Sports app. So you should try your login there. And it worked and it changed my life forever. NBC Sports app for life. That is the best way to watch the Olympics, in my opinion. The fact that you can just choose by sport what you want to watch. And, like, let's say I was like, oh, it's kind of hard for me to find. I wanted to watch the volleyball game. And I was like, where's the volleyball game? And so all I had to do was go to volleyball section. And it says, like, oh, did you want to watch the women's live match? Or do you want to watch replay of the men's match? Or which countries do you want to watch? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Am I in heaven? (laughs) It really is heaven. So, yeah, that's my rant. Very anti-Peacock. I couldn't believe what they put me through. (laughs) And I'm one of the lucky ones because I could jump off of my parents' cable login. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done otherwise. So, there you have it. God bless mooching off our parents, you know? Seriously. I've seen lots of people complaining about even just regular NBC because they, like, We'll play stuff on primetime, and we already know who's won, and um, I saw someone else post that, like, on the app, it'll, like, say who won, even though you haven't even pressed play yet, so it kind of, like, ruins it, <sighs> and just so much drama, so I'm glad, I'm glad we found a great solution, and I wish that everyone could find it. Seriously. It really... Cause yeah, I, it's brought me so much joy this week. And if I was, if I didn't have it, I really would be so sad. My last question for you is, did you know that athletes get paid by the country if they win? Because I did not know this. No, never heard that in my life. I thought that it was just the joy of the sport. (laughs) So did I. It was trending. I mean, I guess they... Well, how much money is it? Well, let me tell you. It was trending on Twitter, and I was like, what is this? So, basically, in the United States, if you get a gold medal, the United States pays you $37,500. If you get silver, you get $22,500, and if you get bronze, you get $15,000. And USA pays, like, way less than a lot of other countries. And Singapore, who pays the most... They pay $737,000 to a gold winner. And that's in U.S. dollars. What the heck? Well, that is odd because I don't even know if I've seen anyone from Singapore compete. (laughs) (laughs) I guess if they, it's rare. So they're like, get a gold medal. You'll really (laughs) really pay you. Well, that is so funny because then it's like you see like Caleb Dressel getting a billion gold medals on swimming and I'm like, yes. Okay. Wow. You're really set now. 
I always just kind of thought that it's like, oh, now like you're going to be rich because of like endorsement deals or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like also, and I mean, that's a lot of money to me. I'm sure in the long run, blah, 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 whatever. But like that to me is rich. Like that's so (laughs) crazy. (laughs) I did just check and they don't have any medals currently. Oh, wow. Someone's got to claim that money. Yeah. Dang, that's so. Th- so they Singapore pays the most out of every country. Yeah, I believe so. And then it's wow. Kazakhstan, Malaysia, then Italy, then the Philippines, then Hungary, then Brazil, then Japan, and then the U.S. Wow. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, that's wild. I never heard that my whole life. Hmm. It's strike. I mean, it's not like I care. But it strikes me as a little maybe jaded or something. Yeah, but it kind of changes whatever. things a little bit. I mean, but they, they are doing a great job. But it's just like, so is it like the government pays them? Who pays them? That's is it I, like the IOC? my understanding, yes. What the heck? I've literally never heard that before, ever. I'm glad I'm not alone because I was shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked right now. That's crazy. It just says it's like rewards from their country. So it sounds like it is from the the government. That's so weird. That's like the incentive to like go to the White House when you win. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you cash and get your ca- your check. Yeah, seriously. Um, it's like, yeah, like got to go visit Uncle President. <laughs> <laughs> um uh wow. Yeah, that's very weird. It's weird in general and weird that we didn't ever know. Okay, I think it's the US Olympic Committee that uh, rewards the money, but I still don't really know where that money comes from. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. That makes more sense, but it's like is that not kind of like a government thing? I uh, that I don't quote me on that cuz I really have no clue. It's more of a business thing from my limited knowledge of it, but <laughs> I don't know. But it's also like, like I'm trying to remember when it was in Salt Lake. It's like the Salt Lake Olympic, like that, the group that organized it was like also kind of like Utah government relate, like adjacent, right? Because it's like Mm -hmm. you have to do, it's like you're, it's tourism. So it's like definitely part of the government, but it's confusing. I don't know. Yeah. I almost just said, I'm very confused. I'm very confused. <laughs> My brain has been broken. <laughs> um, wow, that is very weird. Well, now it kind of makes me want to root for all like any of the underdogs. I'm like, well, I hope that you guys win medals so that you get some of that money. I versus know, the seriously. people that are winning like a billion medals. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of why um, like I do enjoy watching swimming and stuff. But like when it's typically the same people winning over and over like as exciting as that is it does get a little more boring to me and so that's why I I love catching these weirder sports with like kind of the unknown athletes agreeing them it's just really fun oh I remember what I was gonna say um I saw I got served up this video on YouTube um of back to speaking about Tom Daly again uh, I didn't know he has, like, a full YouTube channel, but he did, like, a tour of the Olympic Village, and um, 
it was very fun and cute but it was they have like a gigantic like food court area for the athletes Mm -hmm. and it's like every food you've ever heard of and stuff and I was like I he didn't ever specify it's like they don't have to pay out of pocket for their meals right like is that just part of being in the Olympic Village I was like probably but I don't know but it's just like one more way that because they you know they always talk about how like hosting the Olympics can like bankrupt an unprepared country and city yeah so it's like if they're (laughs) they're (laughs) these athletes are eating a lot I was (laughs) like that explains (laughs) that was my stupid thought process was like wow it's no wonder (laughs) it's nothing not about the buildings not about the infrastructure not about blah 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 it's just the athletes lunches (laughs) (laughs) anyway that video was very cute i really enjoyed seeing what all the the rooms look like and the little village that they have there's like merch stores and stuff it seems fun even though no one can really enjoy no no normal people can enjoy it only olympians have year. you have you seen any of the TikToks being made by the USA rugby player? Yes. Oh my gosh, I will yes. love her. Amazing. And that is the exact kind of content I want to know about the Olympics. Same. Her her perspective on everything. <sighs> so Yeah, she's been like talking about like talking to the athletes and like um like uh, in regards to even like dating athletes and it is just very funny and fun and I highly recommend looking them up love it I love seeing the Olympians that are like because to me it's like being in the Olympics is like the pinnacle coolest thing that a human being can really do mm-hmm. and so seeing the ones that are like pretty normal humans also like in their personal lives, I'm like, wow, are you're amazing, and I want to know your thoughts on everything. Agreed. <laughs> Please give us like the real scoop of what it's really like to be in the Olympics. <laughs> anything else we need to cover before we get to our Olympic crushes? I don't really have anything else to add. That really covers my thoughts on these Olympics. Having okay, a blast. Great. Me too. I'll be sad when it ends. I know I'm already dreading it every year it's so hard but um I was reminded by my friend the other day we don't really have to wait long for the win the next winter olympics they're gonna be like in February (laughs) true (laughs) which is very true um but yeah it's always so sad because it's like I just somehow every year it's like I forget how invested I get in them for these two weeks and it's so fun I could stay up all night just watching Olympics and I would be Which so Which is just so funny because I I will speak for both of us when I say I don't think either of us will purposefully watch a sport outside of the Olympics even in the middle of the day when there's nothing to do. So it's just very comical that we will stay up really late at night to watch these sports, but <laughs> we would never do that outside of the Olympics. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I don't necess- I don't hate sports or anything, but that is not what well, I will watch almost anything else besides like live professional sports typically. Yeah. But the Olympics pause everything. I don't know of any new shows right now. I only know about the Olympics. <laughs> sad. <sighs> it's a sad it's truth, so but true. I like it. Yeah. Um okay, who's your Olympic crush? 
the best part of the Olympics? Well, my Olympic crush this year. And if you don't normally pick like an official Olympic crush people out there, highly recommend because it's really fun to like root for them and watch their events and like just adds a little fun thing. And there's no shortage of hot people in the Olympics. So it's really easy. It's hard to narrow down a crush. Actually, that's the that's the, that's our Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, that's that's the that's the difficulty. But um, mine this year, part of the volleyball obsession, first of all, our, we have a hot volleyball team, um, even though we're we lost. Um, <laughs> but my number one crush, I was obsessed with Taylor Sander on the men's volleyball team. I find him very hot and um, didn't even actually know that he's a former BYU volleyball player. Literally had no clue. He's we, you know, shares my alma mater <laughs> right here um, in our home state. Right what here, right here in my our own backyard. I know, but um, I am, yeah, I think he's extremely hot. He has like, I just, I'm not gonna get into the details of why I think he's hot, but uh, he's hot and um, <laughs> also really good at volleyball. He was, he really, he was, he was our team's rock in some hard games, and um, they still lost, but I'm still proud of him and of our team. Um, and yeah, that's. That's that. Um, uh, who was your Olympic crush, Taylor? Um, I felt I've gone through a kind of a lot, but I landed on um, Jay uh, Litherland, and he is a swimmer uh, for the U.S. I stuck with U.S. Uh, athletes. And, you know, something that was a little bit of a struggle this year that hasn't really been a struggle is – age appropriate crushes it's so sad they just get younger and younger there's what's that quote of matthew mcconaughey in like dazed and confused he's like oh yeah i get older and or they get younger and i i still or no 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 no. let me start over (laughs) he says i get older and they stay the same age i about high school girls which is disgusting Mm -hmm. but these people are are they they're a lot younger than us often, but they are legal. So let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, Jay's twenty five, um, which is kind of the age of all the guys I was uh, crushing on. So I guess that's I guess that's all right. Um, yeah, I think he could make that work IRL. Yeah, I think so too. Um, he won the silver medal. <laughs> so really proud of him. Amazing, amazing. Um, I, you know. My sister Trisha said that she had was crushing on him a little bit too, and I had never even heard of him until I was hearing how crushworthy he was from you guys. And so I Instagram stalked him, and wow, he's adorable and seems very fun too. Yeah, like, that was the th- th- the part great. I liked about him is that his Instagram was fun and seemed like he would be cool IRL. And he also was not married, and so that was that played a <laughs> part into mine because. But it can also be fun when they are married because then it's way low lower stakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you met him, it would or um wait, reverse. I wouldn't have to feel all the pressure in the world to make Taylor Sander fall in love with me because he's married. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> but I will say Taylor Sander I think is twenty nine, so that's pretty dang close to Oh my yeah, age. that's pretty good. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. There's pros and cons to every Olympic crush. Yeah, exactly. 
They come and go. I follow a lot of athletes on Instagram for two weeks, and then I unfollow a lot of athletes (laughs) the months after. It is funny, too. We're really messing with, like, our algorithms. (laughs) So It's so true. I only want – can I, like, tell social media um, to, like, serve me up athletic content during these two weeks and then – Never, Never again. again until the next ones because <laughs> not interested except for like these I weeks. It's wish the I could only like, thing I'm interested in. Yeah, I wish I could set it to like automatically unfollow a bunch of accounts. <laughs> <laughs> some of them I still, I some past crushes I'm still very loyal to on my Instagram follows, but it's not many. It's, it's like true, and but that's kind of the true test. Like, how long will mm-hmm. will they will I stay following them? We'll see. Totally. Totally. If you love something, follow it on Instagram and we'll see how long (laughs) you last. I'm like really more than ever before. I am botching uh, common idioms (laughs) this episode. (laughs) That's a common thing for um, me. So it's just it's hard to remember words. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. All right. Well, we're no Adam Rapon, but I hope you enjoyed this Olympic commentary. And it really has been such a fun time. And I love talking to people about the Olympics and watching it with people online in real life. Um, and yeah, go Team USA. <laughs> <laughs> It's also the most patriotic I've felt in years. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, wow, I just, yeah, I love our country <laughs> these weeks. And that's another thing that'll be unfollowed <laughs> shortly. <laughs> we get served just a bunch of, like, American flag eagle ads. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.